So fat man. <laughs> so sleazy. Um, impact. I hear that they do shows now. They put on better shows than AEW. Oh, here we go. It's not even a here we go. It's a fucking fact. And you'll learn that in about four seconds on the wrestling show. This is Sleazy. John Laronitis with Laryngitis. Welcome everyone to a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful episode. Um, yeah, we're kind of kicking it old school. Um, Ryan and uh, Chip are in rehab. So we're, uh, it's just the two of us, which is going to be means it's not going to be a three hour show. That's good news. Wait, wait, Ryan's back in rehab? Yeah, I mean, he's in and out. Just in and out, and it just just because it. there's an In and Out Burger up there doesn't mean he's in and out. Oh, I wish there was an In and Out Burger up here, <coughs> anywhere near me. Taco John's. That's all I gotta say. What's that? Taco John's. That's all I gotta say. Okay, fair. <coughs> um, let's get right into it. Uh, did you watch the pre-show? No. The only thing I know about is the uh I, I mean the no that was that was it the main show what about raven getting inducted it was the pre-show okay so oh oh and the digital media thing yeah. so dango made a was the the surprise opponent for ryan myers yep okay cool um Ravens now in or going to be in the Impact Hall of Fame. Cool. No, he's in. Oh, is he in? In? I thought in, that in. was. Oh, well, yeah. I guess he's that. in. in. <clears throat> cool. So, take it away. Exhibition Championship because of course they always open the Exhibition Championship. Mike Bailey defends against uh, Frankie Kazarian. Uh, 12 minutes of 30 seconds. So obviously it's Kristen Thompson from um, TJ wrestling for the star readings. He gave this four stars. I mean, okay. Let, let's start with this. This is an okay match for a house shows birthplace. Yes. This match yes, was, was anything, but I really love the match. Only thing I didn't like about it, wrong kid died. That's it. I mean, it was really well done. Uh, Kazarian just once again proves that he's elite in the ring. <laughs> and I'm, you know, hopefully this means bigger and better things for Bailey. But he took that title and made it his own for a long time. Star rating. Oh, four stars. I'm sorry. I didn't say I didn't actually say that I agreed with her. Both of you guys are underrating pieces of shit. What a fucking match this was. Oh, God. Um, it was good. 
it was a great open. Come on, Bubba. It was a great opener. Um, wrong kid died, but it was a fantastic match. Um, four and a half stars. Do you believe um, it would have been better if Kazarian pinned him instead of making him submit to the no. ring? Okay. No. <clears throat> I'm just wondering. No. And by the way, four and a half stars, not my match of the night. Oh, God. Here we go. Career threatening match Mickey James versus one of Sleazy's all time favorites, Mia Yim. Yep. Uh, 10 minutes at 56 seconds uh kt gave it three and a half uh i gave it three um it was it was decent um i i love this st- stupid callback to flair and michaels but uh other than that it was it was nice it was a nice little you know obviously there was no doubt who was winning here because you and i both know that it's almost certainly going to be like Jordan Grace is going to retire or some somebody that they really want to put a, you know, a stamp in terms of career making. And as much as I like me, I don't think she's much longer for impact. So um, they absolutely would not do that with her. If oh, no. they she was going to stay, she wasn't going to stay anytime soon, but it was a good match. It was nice. It was, it was cool. Uh, I agree with uh, Kristen. I gave it three and a half stars. Really good matchup. You pretty much said everything. It was exactly what it needed to be with the right winner. So cool. We're blowing through this. This is what usually happens on the show. Uh, Naka. Oh, yo, dog. I heard you like tag team matches. I do not. Knockouts tag team championship. Okay. I do like that. Okay. VKT or Vex, they defend against the Death Dolls, which is Ty Valkyrie and Jessica, Jessica Havoc. Havoc. Yeah. Uh, seven minutes and 23 seconds. Uh, three and a quarter stars from Kristen Thompson. Um, I was surprised how short this was. Shortest match of the night by five minutes. Nope, that's Extreme Rules. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> five minutes. <clears throat> okay, cool. Um, yeah, it was it was short. Um, I guess they just really wanted to get the tag straps off of Perazzo. I assumed. I assume they're they're really trying was just trying to get it off of Perazzo because I think they're gonna push her back as the the next challenger to Mickey James, I think. Um but yeah, cool. Um love the fact that Jessica Havoc now holds the title again. Um I think the the pairing's pretty cool. Um we'll see how it goes. Uh I gave it three stars again. Uh two and three quarters. Um wasn't bad. I thought the wrong kids died. I thought Vex should have retained. Um, I don't think you really need to take the titles off Perazzo, Perazzo to to run her face, Mickey James. 
Yeah, so that's I'm, true. sorry, I was kind of, I got the baseball game on too, so some weird happened. But it was, yeah, I mean, it was the worst match of the night and it was still decent, so. Um, where do you think they're going to go with the, the division after this? Um, if you're watching the weeklies, obviously I'm not. <laughs> I think, I really don't know. I think they're going to try to run it back. You think so? Uh, yeah, then we'll see what they're doing. Okay. But, yo, Dogger, who's like tag team matches? I do not. Packed World Tag Team Championship. The Kingdom defends against the Motor City Machine Guns. 16 minutes and 40 seconds. Kirsten Thompson gave us three and three quarters. Okay, I... I like the match. The here, here's my question, and obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't know where they're going to go with this. Um, obviously, Kingdom still Impact Tag Champs, but a distraction roll up almost assuredly means that they're going to have a you know a rematch somewhere. Nope. Since you don't watch the weeklies, you want me to spoil it for everyone? Yeah, sure. So on Thursday's, they already taped it. On Thursday's Impact, the Kingdom lose the tag titles to Heath and Rhino. What? Mr. I Got Kids and and Gory. Now, if I were Impact, I'd be pissed. You debut the Kingdom on Rampage without the impact titles. Technically, yes, they did drop them because this was taped the next day after Bound for Glory, but on your TV, they're still your impact tag champs. So Oh, so they didn't they didn't drop them on the first episode then. No. Ooh. Yeah, I'd be pissed. So yeah. Once again, Tony Khan claiming that he's, you know, being all open and shit, and then promptly does shit like that. Mm-hmm. This is the second time he's done that. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Um, yeah, the 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 show or the this match. Going back to the match itself, it was a decent match. It, it just, you know, whatever. In terms of the finish, um, I still give it like three and a half. It, it was it was good, but it was I expected more from these four. You know what I mean? Uh, yep, same rating piece of shit. Uh, really good match. Started slow, it built well. Didn't expect the finish. Um, so yeah. And another thing that was kind of weird is if you look back on it, so the kingdom that rampage was taped two days before, three days before they technically lost the tag titles, so they already showed up. So technically the same night, theoretically the same night that Rampage aired, this show aired live. Oh, yeah, you're right. I I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's correct, isn't it? So that's another thing to be all like, fuck you, Impact. Well, you know, we won't get into ridiculous people showing up randomly with other people's titles or anything like that. 
Call your shot gauntlet. I'm not going to name everyone who's in it. It's essentially a battle royal, essentially a Royal Rumble. And when the final two people, they have a singles match for the winner. And the winner pretty much wins money in the bank. They get to cash in on whatever, but it's whatever title they want, not just the world title. So if they wanted to go for the tag titles, if they want yep. to go for the knockouts because it was yep. both male and female in here. Yep. Um, 29 minutes and 18 seconds. Uh, Chris Con- uh, gave it also three and three quarters. Um, I liked it. I, th- you know, it was booked for one minute intervals, but obviously it was way less than that. Um, but Nice little ECW reunion during the middle of that match. With Dreamer and Rhino and all that shit. And Johnny Swinger, duh. Like when oh, it was happening. I'm sorry. I didn't when it was happening, I was all like, why isn't Johnny Swinger? Then all of a sudden as soon as like Rhino came down, they did that. Mm-hmm. Um I actually thought it was booked very well with callbacks, not just through through the ECW, but throughout. Um I thought it was fun. However, the wrong kid definitely died. Now, Holy when you, Ray. Okay, so Holy Ray. Yeah, winning this was strange. Out of left field, you you had Steve Macklin win Barbed Wire Massacre of Victory Road, mm-hmm. and then theoretically the night before on your TV, he beat Moose. Yeah. So he, and then he. Loses to Bully Ray. I, I'm kind of nerfed the momentum that he was having. I I will agree with that to an extent. Here's here's why I think they went that way, and I'm I'm not 100 sure if this was the right call to do it this way, but this is what I think they thought is that they knew the kingdom was leaving, which kind of breaks their whole honor no more. It does. Yep. Because they were a huge part of that. So you had to find somebody who was kind of ring of honor without, you know, that kind of fits in that heel mode. They're not playing it up that way, though. I know they're not playing it up that way, but in the same breath, they, I don't, well, I can't say this on the weeklies, but from how it was presented at spoiler after the main event, it was kind of like, yeah, we're going to continue this, but we're not going to continue it this way because they knew that they're, they're on the way that most of them were on the way out. That being said, you're absolutely 100% right. Why didn't you put Macklin in that spot? This was a perfect time to pull the trigger on him. Uh, I would have left the, the final two the same way and just have him win over Bully Ray. Um, another win over a former impact world champion. Exactly. So that would have been perfect. I don't, I don't understand why they didn't do this. You're, you're absolutely right that the, the match itself up to that point was pretty well done. It was pretty well booked. My, I will always question why they brought in Bobby fish because he's not getting anything. I mean, um, so Yeah. The, the show after this. Yeah. The weekly. Being from Albany, New York, even though he's not. Um, Syracuse, asshole. But they're booking him from all, they're I billing know. him from Albany. But 
he had no reaction. Mm-hmm. None. Like he was in the main event with Josh Alexander with the world title on the line. And like they build up like a, a promo leading up to the match. No reaction. None. Okay, so I'll just say it this way. Make the joke. Move on. I guess we all know who the Janetti was. Uh, but where where do where do we stand with this though? What do you do with Macklin after this? Because you basically moved him back down. You gotta. Uh, Callahan's going into a feud with Eric Young. I mean, he's already back. Is already feud with Moose. I I don't know. I don't. Maybe he's still with Bully Ray. I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's like trying to feud with somebody who's got a guaranteed title shot, and unless they're going to put it up for that, which kind of negates all this, if they do, it just. It, it's strange. I, I don't understand why they would do that and put bully over. Frankly speaking, bully didn't need this. No. If they were planning on running him and Josh Alexander, they could have done this without him winning this. Macklin could have won this and they could have left him off to the side for a couple months mm-hmm. You know, and, and run bully Alexander. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. The match itself. I give it. Three and a three and a quarter, I guess. I, yeah, I, I it, gave it was it. good, but yeah, yeah. three three and a half. Yeah, uh, knockouts world championship. Gordon Grace defends against Masha Slamovic. Sixteen minutes and a second. Chris Dunn gave us four and a half stars, and called it his woman's match of the year. I can't say that. Because I watched Stardom, but if, oh, yeah, said somebody said somebody who who doesn't watch Stardom, um, but it was really fucking good. I will give them that. Um, Masha needed this for one. Okay, she needed a match that really truly proved her worth, and obviously. If you weren't going to throw the title on her, obviously that meant that she was going to lose her undefeated streak. But the the reality is that eventually you have to you, you have to end stuff like that. It wasn't 914 days, but it'll work, I guess. And she wasn't Asian. She wasn't Asian, so I'm I'm definitely okay with this now. Um, but yeah, they put together all, an awesome match here. Um, I would give this, I'm not sure four and a half is, I think four and a half is a little too high. I would definitely give this four and a quarter, but it's, it's, it was great. It was really great. Four. It was great. Uh, I think it maybe went a little too long. It just felt like it just went forever um, to me. Um, but they both brought it. It was physical. And yeah, you're right. I think Masha really didn't need a match like this. So yeah. Okay. Main event. Impact World Championship. Josh Alexander defends against Eddie Edwards. 28 minutes to three seconds. 
uh, Kristen Thompson gave this four and a quarter. Wait. They rated this lower than the women's match? Yes. Okay. Um, as expected, this was awesome. Right. <laughs> um, nothing more you can say. It's Eddie versus Josh Alexander. Like, I mean, was... there's a couple of spots that I would absolutely pull. I mean, the 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 Alabama slam was fucking. Oh, that was brutal. Brutal. Um, if I could take any the 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 uh. The, the floor spot with the wooden floor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounded sick. It sounded real bad. My only complaint, if you're if we're going to complain about anything in this match, and why isn't it five stars? The Gaga with Bennett and David. That, it didn't need that, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't think it needed it. Um, I think Eddie is a good enough competitor former impact champion that he absolutely did not need help um but yeah it just it worked it just everything worked um yeah uh, this is four and a half stars i think i agree i also give it four and a half stars um so another problem i have this match was the post match so honor more comes down Beats the crap out of Josh Alexander. And then Bully Ray comes down. And they're just all like, okay, you can call your shot on him. But yes, I understand they had ties to Ring of Honor, but to me, it made no sense. Wouldn't you want one of them or your leader to be Alexander, not Bully Ray? And theoretically, he called a shot. He gave it to the ref. It's done. But yet, then he beats the crap out of I don't know more with Alexander mm-hmm. and then pretty much tells Alexander I'm the person that's with the trophy in hand. I'm the person you should be afraid of. I'm the most legitimate challenge you have and the show goes off the air. It's like, wait, he already, ca- he already called the shot. So it, it's what? strange. Yeah. They try to explain it on the TV. Sorry. <clears throat> on the weekly by saying that he didn't call a shot. He was just teasing it for Honor No More, but it was dumb. Really, though? Was... I really don't understand it. That I <sighs> Okay, so let, let's play this. What's, what's the next show? The actual uh, show? Premium, it's uh, Overdrive, I think it is. Overdrive. It, like the 19th, I think, or something like that. When are we? Uh, I assume eventually um, we're going to do the whole X Division cash in thing, right? Oh, yes. So Frankie Kazarian at the end of last week's weekly said that, don't forget, I still have option C to cash in and face you. So, so they're kind of doing multiple things. Like, you got Bully Ray over here. You have Frankie Kazarian saying that he has the option C thing. 
So, so here's my question. If, if they do the option C with Kazarian, <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. Where do you throw the X division title out again? Macklin? Probably Trey. Trey, maybe. Yeah, it just it. Um, I don't know. I, I. Or you have Macklin win it, and then he does option C before. It has to be during Destination X, or are they just whenever they want now? I don't remember what it is. I, I thought it was Destination X. They could they could cash it in. That used to be it, but now it's not. I think it's for up like a year or something. I'm not sure what it. I don't. I'm not sure what the exact. I'm thinking if they haven't used it this year, let's try it. You know what I mean? Type of thing. Like it's like a one once a year thing because Alexander did it last year, I think. That's how he won, right? Yeah, because it was him and Christian Cage. Right. So. Um, overall thoughts on the show for me, I, holy shit. It's a fucking impact pay-per-view in 2022. Really well done. I three star three matches that were over four stars. Nothing went under three on the main show. Um, I don't, you know, I didn't watch the pre-show, so I don't know how good the, the Myers Fandango match was, but fucking Hey man, I mean this is reminiscent of 2019, 2018 NXT shows. Yeah, they've been putting out bangers for the last couple of years. I've I've been saying it on like Facebook, like everyone's like, oh, AEW. I'm just like, dude, Impact's where it's at. And they're like, no one watches Impact. Well, I do. <laughs> and you should be is I'm the like, answer. You should be. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm trying to tell you. Like they're putting on a better product than AEW is. And I 100% agree with that. Every, I keep going back and going, no, this can't be that good. And then this show happens. And then, ah, okay, maybe they got lucky. And then watch the next show. And it's like, oh, my God. And it's, it, it shouldn't be as good as it is. And part of the reason why it's so good is that they were, they've managed to grab the right mix of talent that have been I don't want to say been shunned by the big two, but in some cases they have been. Um, but everyone on their roster does a great job of putting themselves in great positions. They do great job anytime they're in the ring. Um, even bad matches aren't bad. They're just not as good as the other you know, matches. Yeah. So it's like they're, they do a great job of putting together a strong show every time they're out. So. Good for them. I'm glad that they're becoming cohesive. I hope that doesn't end badly for them because once you start having shows like that and you start showcasing talent that good, all of a sudden AEW and WWE start calling and you lose they, the roster. They have been doing a great job for the past couple of years With turnover, meaning they've had a ton of turnover from the top of the roster to the bottom, and they just keep chugging along. They know who works well with who. 
that's that's how it feels to me. Because I I would absolutely sit here and go. If I if I didn't watch Impact, I would go. Who the fuck is Steve Macklin? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Before the 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 Rascals came into WWE, I'd be like, Who the fuck are the Rascals? You know what I mean. But those guys are all super talented. Yeah. So. Um, so, did you give your thoughts on the show? Uh, it was an Impact show for 2022. It was awesome. Like, that's all I gotta say. Cool. Watch Impact. Watch Impact. If if nothing else, watch Impact. Um, so we'll uh, we'll go to break. Um, before we go to break, do you have like a little teaser for people coming back? Uh, news and rumors uh, have some updates on some current talent and some not current talent. Ooh, spicy. We'll be back after this. And we're back. Uh, so we had a cool little um, update for from Fat Man here. Where are we going in terms of news and rumors? So everyone knows that the Good Brothers are back in WWE. Carl Anderson's the Never Open Weight Champion. Apparently, he's booked for two shows on the same day in separate parts of the world. <laughs> um, he is scheduled to defend the Never Open Weight Championship November 5th at Battle Autumn in Osaka. Um, uh, isn't that the same day? So, <laughs> him, Gallows, and AJ Styles are going to be Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia on November 5th. Holy shit. Uh, there's a six hour difference and a 12 to 13 hour flight between Saudi Arabia and Japan, and it's unlikely Anderson will work both shows. It's just WD pretty much announced to they'll either do an injury angle. Or they'll just tell New Japan he'll go another day. Which would you do? If I were Carl Anderson? If you were, yeah. Well, let, let's start from Carl Anderson's perspective. What do you do at that point? What I would do is tell WWE, I have this in place before I signed. I need to drop this title to this guy. Let me do it. That's what I do. Okay. That was the booking I did. I have first, and you're allowing me to do it, which I appreciate. Thank you. And I understand you want to have a big matchup for your Saudi show, but you get do an injury angle, do a handicap match or whatever. And let me drop the title. Do a hickaloo. Yeah, I think that. So let me just drop a title to this guy. He deserves it, and then I'm free. Here's my answer. Uh, Carl's got two choices here, in my opinion. And Gato should realize this. Carl could just vacate the title. Literally pack that motherfucker 
in a priority mail box, ship it to Japan, call it a day. I don't think he'll do that because I think he's got enough respect for New Japan to not do that, even though the title's fucking worthless at this point. The other option is defending it against Ikelo. But, and this is the big but, do it at Russell Kingdom. Because at that point, you could absolutely make the the best of that bad situation of not having one of your champions effectively in your company anymore, but have them be go uh, have Kevin Kelly literally on commentary go WWE superstar Carl Anderson's going to be here at Wrestle Kingdom. You guys should watch that. I think that's the best way to deal with it because having Carl drop it at any other point wouldn't matter as much as it would if it were Wrestle Kingdom. So if you're gonna if you're gonna let him go let him go at Russell Kingdom call it a day yeah I mean that's that's that is an option but it's straight it's strange how it all worked out like that mm-hmm. I did have uh, to denote uh the return of gallows and Anderson to WWE TV I did have some biscuits and gravy for dinner tonight I had hot dogs I was actually supposed to have chicken and gravy mixed, make it in the crock pot. Yeah, I pulled the chicken out this uh, last night. I went to go put it in the crock pot. It was still fucking frozen after like 13 hours. <laughs> I was just like, okay, that's tomorrow's dinner. Um, Chris Jericho signs a three-year extension with AEW. He will serve as a producer and a, quote, creative advisor. Oh, God damn it. Head booker Chris Jericho. Yeah, that's what we need. Uh, Edge is being cast as Ares, the God of War, on the Disney Plus series Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Cool. Do we know if that's going to affect some of his? I mean, he's part time anyway. Is probably why he's out right now. So. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Herberto Garza Senior passed away. Angel Garza's uncle. Grandfather. Grandfather. Okay. Um, and he was Hector Garza's father. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sad, obviously. Yep. So, uh, WWE canceled day the day one premium live event. Um, Alvarez. This is from obviously Alvarez. Also mentioned that there were more. There will be more overseas shows and less gimmick events. If this is the case, we will see fewer events like Extreme Rules and Hell in the Cell. The companies face backlash from fans and critics who believe that a match like Hell in the Cell should be protected rather than just happen because it's that time of the year. The same can be said about TLC and Extreme Rules. Right. There are no other details available at this time, but this is one of the recent moves in the post-Vince McMahon era. I mean, it's not a shocker. I, I day one really wasn't a gimmick pay per view, I guess. But I guess the big question here is that what happens between Survivor Series and the Rumble? 
That's Nothing. a long time. Nothing. Yeah. And I heard people bitch and complain about, oh, that's too long to go without pay-per-views. I go, I disagree. That AW has four pay-per-views a year. They go two, three months without pay-per-views. Okay, uh, let's let's roll that back a little bit because well, they don't have true pay-per-views. They have a shit ton of stupid half special events. They have a million and a half clash of champ of the champions stuff yeah. style stuff. So yeah, they don't only have four events they're booking to those mini i understand shows but Whatever. at the same time i'm technically right and being technically right is being the best kind of right so, I, I, i'm not saying you're not right i'm just saying but that, also at the same time it doesn't matter for wb it yeah. really doesn't like how much money are they going to lose without having a special event considering well here's i will say this if there was a guarantee number of events that they had to put on WWE Network per year, there might be an issue with that with Peacock. I don't think there is. I don't know. And what that's because you can Halloween Havoc is coming up, but now that's that's considered a premium live event, is it? Event. Or is yes. it just a Wednesday show? No, it's on a Saturday. Okay, then there you go. So. Because I last mean, year's one was a Wednesday, wasn't it? Yeah. So technically, I'm okay with it. I don't mind there having being a gap because you have, I mean, you're rushing three weeks for between Survivor Series and the other pay per view, and then you're spending six weeks up built to the Rumble. Right. So, I mean, you only got, you're losing a special for three weeks because now you have Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and now New Year's off mm-hmm. for the town. So, excuse me. <clears throat> I'm going to say this right now. This would be a good time to start the whole talent gets a month off. Yeah, we discussed that a couple of years ago. I think. Yeah. Give them December off. Um, I think that you can you can backload um, TV for four weeks. You can do all sorts of cool things. You can give them. Uh, you can give USA and Fox both premium live events that were you know only on Peacock. You could do a lot of different things. You could you could give them WrestleMania from last year across the two channels you know what i mean so yes do it stop being cowards stop being let the let the talent rest and we've we've always been you know pro um you know giving talent some sort of reprieve when it comes to this stuff that their their only time off is when they get hurt it just it it's not good for the longevity of of the guys in the ring, guys and gals in the ring. So come on, let them have it. Stop being cowards. Right in the contract. Come on, people need rest. Let them have rest, especially the guys at the top. I agree and I disagree. I think they need rest, but now you're fucking with your TV contracts and your stuff like that. So it's yeah. four shows. That's it. That's it. 
out of a year long stuff or every other sport has an off season or hear me out. You tape those shows. Cool. But that gives them a month off. So it doesn't matter. But that's what I'm saying. Well, they, they'll get tape- pissy because it's not live first run stuff. So shows. I, I agree. You're you're preaching to acquire. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that we they should do that. Okay, so the last bit of news news is is about updates on other wrestlers. I'm gonna make you come and me come at the same time. Okay, ready. Sasha Banks is teasing a match with Kyrie Sane oh. in Stardom. Oh. In Stardom, no less. Mm-hmm. See, this is how you get Fat Man to watch Stardom. Yes, bring, yes, it is. Bring Sasha Banks into one hundred percent, and then she wrestles one match, and then never watch Stardom again. Um, oh, I disagree because I think you will absolutely. If you can get around the one big problem with Stardom. No English commentary. No English commentary. Uh, and, and you struggle with New Japan, even with Kevin Kelly sitting there. No, I don't. You did originally when they when you first started watching New Japan. Because Kevin Kelly sucked. He doesn't now, but he no, sucked. When he started there, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I'm, I will happily admit it was bad. Thank you, Rocky Romero. Um, Charlotte and Becky Lynch are both to be returning <clears throat> very soon. So next week or three months from now. Yep. Uh, I'm always small backwards. Okay. She's apparently working on a new deal, but there's no word when either she or Sasha and Sasha will be back. According to Fuck Dave Meltzer. The Wrestling Observer report reports that contract negotiations for what is believed to be a new contract are ongoing because Naomi's original contract was supposed to expire when she and Banks walked out in May, but the talks have not been finalized. When it comes to possibly working elsewhere, Naomi would still be bound by her prior contract because WWE can freeze the deal owing, owning to the time she missed. Unless something else has worked out, she cannot because not become a free agent without first returning to WWE. It is mentioned that the two parties are still discussing the matter. Okay, so... Contractually speaking, I would think they would have a hard time enforcing that because she's not being paid. And unless... Unless they're going to claim that they owe, she owes them dates and she hasn't fulfilled them too fucking bad. The worst they can do is sue her for breach of contract. That it would, might, I'll pull a you and say it would depend on how the contract's worded. You're absolutely right. And that's the thing is that, and not only that, it's, it's going to be different between Naomi Sasha Banks, you know what I mean? There, you can. I can guarantee you, those two contracts are going to be written very differently. Oh yes. Um, and, and that's with all due respect to Naomi and Sasha and whatnot, but contracts are different for everybody. And what, even just looking at it from Naomi may have signed earlier or later than Sasha, they could be different because there could have been new 
guidelines for contracts for talent, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, you're absolutely, you're 100% right there. Um, I think that, but once again, if she wants to breach her contract and it costs her $300,000 to get out of it, what does she do from there? She can absolutely, I guarantee you, there's going to be some clause in there that says that if she retires from professional wrestling, you can't do anything else about it. So if Naomi finds some other non-wrestling thing to go do and enjoy. Only chance. I mean, sure. But there's all sorts of different revenue streams out there. Um, other than, you know, there's not just OnlyFans, but OnlyFans would be a lot. Um, but the the thing is that we're we're at the stage where Naomi's worked for what 15 years now? It's it's been forever. It feels like, it, at least 10 for sure. Um so at, at what point does she just call it a career and say fuck it? So I don't know. Okay, so the Hollywood Reporter featured an interview with Catherine Finch, chair and chief uh, content officer for Warner Brothers Discovery, U.S. Networks Group. There have been uh, numerous reports this year concerning expense expense costs across the various Warner Brothers Discovery networks, and some have speculated on what this implies for AEW. Finch sounded pleased with AEW's viewership ratings during the conversation. This is supported by recent press releases issued by Warner Bros. Discovery. On Wednesday night, AEW is frequently number one among all shows in the major demos. Vince stated that further wrestling content is being considered. But not quite. Hold on. Sorry. She stated, we really play in the sports space. One of the things we're doing around sports is creating shoulder programming to hold onto those fans. AEW pulls huge numbers. So we are working with the wrestling team to figure out what kind of content we can build. That's not in a wrestling ring. So roads to the top and Ms. And Mrs. And all that kind of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's how you expand a brand. Cool. Um, I'm and pretty sure the they're Yankees upset with just one, and they're going to the ALCS tomorrow. Shocker. Yeah, the the Guardians played like doo doo butter. Yeah, I I've heard. Um, one last thing I wanted to. to I got one up. more item of news. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Then I will wait. Um, it's about Adam Cole. Baby. Um. He suffered a torn labrum and a concussion in his Forbidden Door match. Mm -hmm. According to Fuck Dave Meltzer! uh, Cole is not yet free from the effects of the severe concussion he's sustained. Uh, We heard anything new was concussion. It's a bad concussion. Really bad concussion. No shit. You said concussion like 10,000 times or maybe you have a concussion or don't know how to fucking write a sentence. Shocker. Anyway. He'll be back when he's cleared. Duh. It could be tomorrow. It could be never. 
you know what I mean? Alvarez. Yeah, I'm not. I've not really heard anything. He's doing his Twitch deal every day. So from that aspect, he's fine. But I don't know what the status of being able to travel work or anything is. So I guess we'll see. Of course, you know, that was a lot of if a lot of words to say, we don't know when Cole's coming back. Um, let's let me let me touch on on Meltzer in general. Um, so he had a he got all pissy this last show that he was on. OK, and I'm not going to read the transcript because it's a it's Meltzer speaking, which is probably the worst fucking thing in the world. Um, but he basically complained about AEW and specifically about how they're handling the Punk Omega Bucks issue. And he goes on and on about how they, they haven't said anything and their champion was suspended and their trios champions were suspended and nobody really knows what the fuck's going on. And, and it would be better if they released a statement or something. And so he's pissed off that his boss isn't feeding him information. Bingo. So the funny part about that is I, I don't know why that's even a problem because they are feeding him stuff because the stuff he's hearing is from his quote unquote sources and Sean Ross Sapp and Alvarez's sources and all this shit. He's pissed that there's not a public statement about it. What? So I am going to say this now and we'll see what happens by next week's show. I don't know what's going to happen, but I have decided to take it upon myself to reach out directly to AEW to their media department to see if I could get a statement from them because we're fucking journalists on this show, right? We've been around for 10 years. They won't give me the time of day. Maybe one, why not? Why not find out? So as after we go off the air here live on Twitch, I'm going to send an email to them to see if they'll actually give me a response. And if they do, I will read it live on air next week on Twitch, or if you're listening on the podcast, you'll hear it next show. So if they give me a response, I will plaster it all over social media and shove it up so far up Dave Meltzer's ass that I'm going to make sure that he has no colon cancer. And also today, there was rumors circulating of the party coming back, which goes to touch on Fat Man's shit about Adam Cole, because he's probably good enough to play Uno. So, Chip's not here, so fuck Chip. But you can find him somewhere on Sports Guru 728. And you guys do a show about something, right? Sports or some shit. That's Dan Sports Show Period 2. Wednesday nights at 9 on Facebook Live and Twitch. Um, Ryan's also not here, so fuck him. Specifically him on TikTok at Ryan Buttgotch. Um, also putting over the wrestling show on Reddit. Uh, our 
r slash the wrestling show you can actually if if you desire and you own you don't like the website for some reason the wrestling show.com you can read fat man's full articles uh on the 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 subreddit they automatically post to the subreddit so check that out if you if you desire there if you it it formats better on mobile if you're if you're reading on um his articles on mobile probably do it on the subreddit um i'm at tws sleazy tws fat man and we are sleazy fat man on twitter instagram tiktok please go on over there give us a like follow us there um we're going to do something a little bit different videos you can find uh of the show uh on twitch.tv slash sleazy the fat man we're also going to start posting them on youtube at youtube.com sleazy and the fat man and maybe some premium videos on OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash The Wrestling Show. Um, please go over there, subscribe to uh, Twitch, subscribe to YouTube if you can. Um, and, you know, follow us there. You know, it really makes a difference for us if you follow our social media. Um, and of course, TheWrestlingShow.com, all sorts of cool stuff there, including articles, merch, bunch of cool stuff, premium stuff. Um, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and whatnot. Don't hesitate to rate us on your, your favorite platform. Once again, that really helps us out. So with fuck you to Chip and Ryan, and as always, for Sleazy, okay, man. this is The Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Kenny Omega. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog's not a sandwich. I proved it. A sandwich is not a sandwich. I proved it. And remember, guys, we have a big, huge announcement coming up in November. So stay tuned for that. I'm a truth that you seem to run from. I'm an army of one. I'm a clip in your gun. Nothing to gain I'm a world of sun